Welcome back to the Busy Yet Pretty Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Haley. I'm really excited for today's episode because I feel like this topic is a touchy topic, but something that can be so inspiring once overcame, and it can just truly change your life. So I'm really excited for today's episode. Without further ado, let's get into today's weekly review. This week, I have been trying to be mindful of keeping less in my space because the less you have, the more you're able to actually put your focus towards something else that really matters, which is where I'm trying to just have a more minimalist space. Another thing this week is I have just been really trying to eat according to the plan that my doctor made for me. I'm in the process of getting my period back and I took a hormonal test that was super in-depth and I absolutely am so excited to start this new plan to get my period back and I'm looking really forward to it. The last thing this week I would say is I have been trying to just get back into routine and there's nothing better than actually being back on routine. Just feeling caught up mentally and physically, I, I just love it. I am quite literally a routine type of girl. Now moving on to my current obsessions. My current obsession right now is my new chair that I got for my space. My mom is so sweet and she gifted me the cutest, prettiest chair. It's the Drew Barrymore chair and it is just beautiful. Another current obsession right now is vitamin C serum. I found that doing vitamin C serum in the mornings, my skin has just been looking so much better and it's now a part of my routine. Another current obsession right now is soups. I love soup. I do. I love it. I think it's so simple yet so divine and just tastes so good and so healthy. I love soup. My last current obsession right now is taking things slower, just having my morning slower, my evening slower, and not feeling so on edge and being able to just take a breath is so nice. Now on to the goal of the week. I just finished The Mountain Is You and that is by far my second favorite book I've ever read in my life and I truly recommend it. So I now started a new book which is The Four Agreements. So my goal of the week is to finish that book because I'm already a quarter way through. Those two books are honestly life-changing. Another goal of the week is to start doing more lymphatic massages at home. It feels so nice to just feel more sculpted and get rid of that water weight but to also improve circulation. Another goal of the week right now for me is to work on more breath work. I feel breath work is so important because it really allows you to align with yourself. And if I'm not gonna go to breath work classes every day, I need to start doing it myself at home. So I really recommend that to you to try as well because breath work can be so nice to just relax and come to terms with how you're feeling. Now moving on to an affirmation. The affirmation is, my life is unraveling exactly how I imagined it and desire to be. I love that affirmation so much and I really recommend journaling it. Now onto the self-love question. In honor of Valentine's Day just passing, what do you love the most about yourself? I love that question so much because it's so simple, yet it's so nice to be mindful of it. Now onto the challenge. Your challenge is, Begin taking three deep breaths before every single one of your meals to really practice mindfulness. I love that challenge and I'm actually going to be doing it myself, so we're in this together. Now onto a podcast review. This review says, 
This podcast covers it all. I love that it helps me keep up with the trends and the recommendations are awesome. The sponsors are actually really good too. I bought some stuff and it was worth it. My favorite episodes are the ones that touch on procrastination or putting things away because we don't believe that we are ready for them. This is such a pick-me-up and a huge motivation to do the things that I've been wanting to do. Jaden has a great voice for the podcast as well. This podcast has helped me a lot, especially because I have ADHD. Discipline is a huge thing for me to be able to do things. I always listen while drinking a matcha latte. This review made me so unbelievably happy. I'm just so beyond proud of you. And I truly appreciate the in-depth review. And I also love how you mentioned the sponsors because with my sponsors, I really want to make sure that I love what's sponsoring the show. And I only do sponsorships that I know you guys would love as well. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much again. I am so proud of you. And if you want to be featured on next week's episode, please feel free to leave a podcast review over Apple Podcasts. I want to give a trigger warning for this episode because I am going to be talking about eating disorders, except this is not anything to do with promoting eating disorders, but actually promoting recovery and shedding light to recovery and how you can heal your relationship with food and exercise, both mentally and physically. With that being said, let's get into today's episode. So today I'm going to talk all about how you can heal your relationship with food and exercise. I feel like I can speak for almost all women in the world that each one of us has either dealt or is dealing with an unhealthy relationship with food or exercise or has an eating disorder. Whether your experience is with under eating or overeating, unfortunately there's one common denominator with all eating disorders which is that food is the enemy. I recovered from anorexia a few years ago and I learned a lot through the process of having an eating disorder recovery and after recovery. Not only that, moving to a big city after being recovered, which is known for the most place with diets and body image, which is Los Angeles. So I feel like I've had my fair share of having an eating disorder, recovering, and being surrounded by in a city with many people who are dieting on Ozempic, and consistently following the latest fad diets. When I struggled with anorexia, I was malnourished both mentally and physically. What I mean by that is, of course, the physical aspect, I was malnourished. But it's actually a fact where when your body is physically malnourished, your mind is malnourished. I was unable to think straight, I was getting really dizzy, I could barely walk upstairs, I got into a deep depression, and that's all because it was stemming from the lack of nutrition. I completely lost myself and just became a different person because that wasn't me. I was trying to follow something and I was stuck in a cycle of just an unhealthy relationship with food, but it wasn't even about food anymore, it was just about continuously a cycle of hell, weighing myself barely eating, being so depressed. It was literally someone's worst nightmare. Something that you need to realize is that eating disorders are developed due to lack of control in aspects of your life, where then you develop an eating disorder as it becomes your escape to have one area of control in your life. Prior to my eating disorder, there was a time where I had something that was out of my hands and it was out of my control. And it really frustrated me that I wasn't able to control that situation where I unsubconsciously developed an eating disorder and that is what became my area of control. 
Regardless of how severe or not your relationship with food is and exercises, your outlook should be positive towards food. Unfortunately, we will never actually reach the quote perfect relationship with food or exercise because we are human and the goal isn't perfection. I will never have a perfect relationship with food. You will never. Your friend will never. Nobody on this earth will have a perfect relationship with food. Things come up. You one day have a doubt in your mind. One day you want to relapse. Or maybe you'll think of the calories too much. Regardless what it is, we'll never have a perfect relationship with food. But like I said, having a perfect relationship with food is not the goal. But instead having a positive relationship on the big three which is food, exercise, and body image. And the most important part of the goal is knowing how to maintain that healthy relationship without the influence of society. Let me start by saying food is not your enemy. As much as it might feel as if it is, it's not. Food and exercise is what keeps us alive physically, but your relationship to it is what determines if you're keeping your soul alive. Overeating is a method of numbing, Undereating is a method of numbing. The common denominator is that there is an underlying feeling within us that you are trying to numb by abusing nutrition and exercise as a way to escape. You are no different, okay? You are no different than anybody else. Food and exercise is not your enemy, but you're making it your enemy. The reason you have an unhealthy relationship with food and exercise is because it's actually your escape to an underlying feeling that you're just trying to numb. Whether that underlying feeling is body image, having a hard time at work or having a hard time at school, you're having relationship problems. Whatever it is, you need to acknowledge that problem and begin to unpack it. You targeting the root cause and unpacking that problem will be the first step to heal your relationship with food. When it comes to how we view food in workouts, we often see a workout as a chore or a way to punish ourselves. Let's say it's the holidays, you ate too much holiday food in your mind, now you're going to go punish yourself at the gym. You've been eating a little unhealthier and now you're going to go punish yourself by quote working it off. Or maybe you don't even work out at all because you view it as a chore. Exercise is a blessing. It should never be a punishment nor a chore. Of course, it's easy and can be easy to look at as a chore. But in reality, you are blessed to have the ability to move your body. You are blessed to have the opportunity to optimize your health and promote longevity. Stop viewing workouts as a chore or as a punishment, but instead view it as a blessing to assist with your health. If you don't like working out, make it fun, okay? Go buy new workout clothes that you love, that you feel cute and confident in. Go buy some new workout equipment. Get someone else to work out with you. Find a workout video that you actually enjoy doing. You have to create the space that you want to live in. And if you don't like your situation with working out, create it to be how you like it. And that will motivate you to work out and stay consistent. Now, if you are one to over-exercise out of punishment of eating quote bad or strictly exercising to achieve the body that you want, that only sets you further away from long-term results. If you want to be both happy in your soul and have your ideal body, you have to understand balance. Most often, body image is the number one like root cause, like imagine it as a little circle. And from that stems workouts, foods, diets, 
over-exercising. Usually, stuff comes from body image. You have to heal your relationship with your body and to love yourself to be able to heal your relationship with food and exercise. But as I was saying, everything is connected. But you have to disconnect exercise from your thoughts about food or your diet and approach it as an individual thing. Stop thinking, oh, I ate this, so I need to go work out. Or, oh, I worked out like this, I need to go eat this. Disconnect the two and look at them as two different things. That will also be something that's really helpful on your journey to healing your relationship. Now on to talking about fad diets. Fad diets, okay? Fad diets are the diets that never last. They're the latest trend and they go up and then they go down. Let me just tell you, fad diets will always be there and present in society. There will always be a new body shape trend, which is awful because why are we allowing body shapes to be a trend? But there will always be body shapes trending, whether it's the hourglass shape or the 90s supermodel shape. And there will always be new diets. New diets and new body shapes will always be present in society and they will be all around you, but they will have nothing to do with you. Once your relationship with food is healed, you should be so secure with your relationship that no new diet or trend can influence your way back to square one where you view food as the enemy. Society will always try to make food as the enemy, but food is actually your friend. And as I say this, listen to your body, eat what you desire. I mean that. But of course, as you guys know, I'm really into health and nutrition. And I really believe in the power of food is medicine. So what you eat is what you are. So have a balanced diet. Eat 80-20. Intuitive eating will be one of the greatest ways for you to honor your cravings, but in a mindful way. Food is fuel to you. Fuel for the exciting day ahead for you to go hang out with your friends. Food is fuel to go achieve your goals in the day. Food is fuel. But also, food is a form of enjoyment. It's a way to connect with your friends, your parents, your family at gatherings. It allows you to connect with other cultures. Food allows you to bring people together. So with food being nutritious, food is also an enjoyment. I want you to go on Pinterest and look at all the beautiful recipes there are. And there are many. I swear there's millions on there. But go take time to go look at all the beautiful recipes and dishes that you can make and try to make one new recipe a week. And if you avoid food in general or a specific food to maintain a body shape, or maybe you restrict, let me tell you, avoiding and obsessing will only do more harm than eating it. The cookie that's on your counter, you're thinking of it, you're thinking of it. You're not going to eat it because you don't want to ruin your your goal of what you want to look like, and you don't want to eat it because it's unhealthy, but you're still thinking about it. That overthinking and obsession is doing more harm than eating it when you're on your deathbed you will wish that you had actually just enjoyed your birthday cake and ate that without feeling any guilt or shame be kind to yourself why are you beating yourself up you are such a sweet and gentle soul tap into your feminine and nurture yourself provide for yourself eat what you desire there should be no shame or guilt when it comes to working out and food And this is your reminder that what you eat doesn't always need to be strictly nutritious either. Like I said, I live by the 80-20 rule 
80% of the time you're eating should be nutritious whole foods and the 20% should be the foods that fuel your soul that do not have to necessarily be nutritious. Begin being more mindful without overthinking, but being mindful. What foods and workouts fuel your mind, body, and soul? You need to begin to dive within and discover the root cause that your unhealthy relationship with food may stem from. Food, nutrition, and exercise is a luxury. Food is not your enemy. Food is your friend. And once you change your mindset on how you view food, how you view your workouts, and most importantly, how you view yourself, your life is going to change. You won't have food taking up all the space in your mind thinking, what am I going to eat next? What's my next meal? Over planning and overthinking when you could actually be using this time to get further into your life of living the lifestyle that you want and becoming the person that you want to be. So take this time to really dial in and acknowledge that there may be something stemming within you that is causing an eating disorder or an unhealthy relationship with food or exercise to be your escape. You are no different than anybody else. Your problem is no different than mine. I promise you, we are in this together, okay? We all have or have an unhealthy relationship with food and that just runs in the feminine nature of society because what society plans into what we think we should look like or what we think we should be eating or how we should be eating as women. I'm all about tapping into our feminine energy, except the old standards of women should eat less than men and men are always to finish their plate and women don't. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna eat exactly what I want and what I want regardless of how much a man is gonna eat. Do you know how much I've wiped a plate clean in front of a man and have eaten twice as much as a man? My dad was sometimes shocked because I just ate two times as much as he did, but that doesn't matter. Our bodies want and need what they're supposed to have. Cater to yourself, tap into your feminine energy and provide that for yourself. Remember, food is not your enemy food is your friend. I love you guys so much and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. I am just so beyond proud of you guys. Just to even listen to this episode, you took the time to heal and get a step closer to healing your relationship with food and exercise and you should be so so proud of yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please repost on your story so I can repost it and tag me in it and you never know If someone else seeing your story listens to this episode, that could be life-changing for them to start healing their relationship with food. There is nothing to be ashamed of. And let me tell you, we could all use some healing with our relationship with food and exercise. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please feel free to leave a podcast review over Apple Podcasts. I love you guys with all my heart and I'm so proud of you. Food is not the enemy. Food is your friend. And do not forget to stay busy yet pretty.